If you want a sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. Welcome to People Are Revolting, a daily dose of disobedience. First up, a story published at thequint.com. Bangladesh, which is one of the fastest growing economies in the world, witnessed protests across the country due to a sharp hike in fuel prices, which according to local media, is its highest ever. According to the Daily Star, one of Bangladesh's English newspapers, quote, Diesel and kerosene prices have been raised by Bangladeshi Taka from 34 to 80 to 114 per liter. The price of octane has been raised from 89 to 135 per liter, while the petrol price has increased from 86 to 130. A report by NDTV stated that the prices of petrol and diesel have currently been increased by more than 50%. Angry protesters have been demanding that the fuel price hike be reversed. The demonstrations come in the backdrop of a seemingly endless economic crisis in Sri Lanka that has led to massive protests and changes in leadership. The fuel price hike might be a consequence of the country's falling foreign exchange reserves as Bangladesh needs funds to meet its import requirements. The finance ministry of the country has been planning to obtain a loan of 4.5 billion US dollars from the International Monetary Fund. But the global financial institution also has certain conditions, like the withdrawal of price control, budgets that are consistent with fiscal frameworks, high tax GDP ratio, etc., so that the borrowing countries can repay their loans. And this is the standard operating procedure for the IMF. And uh, something that Bruce Coburn sang, sang about in a song a long time ago. IMF, dirty MF, takes away everything it can get. Always making certain that there's one thing left. Keep them on the hook with insurmountable debt. It is how the wealthy nations extract value, extract resources, extract money from the poorer nations. Next up, a piece published at castanet.net. An activist group opposed to old growth logging in BC says it has been spray painting Vancouver tourist attractions and landmarks as an act of civil disobedience. The Save Old Growth Group says targets have included the Gastown Steam Clock, artist Douglas Coupland's digital orca sculpture, the Olympic Torch, Science World, and the CBC's offices. The group, which distributed photos of the steam clock covered with slogans, says it painted the messages as a reminder of what it called the BC government's, quote, broken promises on logging. Save Old Growth says that its actions coincided with Overshoot Day, which is designed to mark the date when humanity has used up all biological resources the planet is capable of regenerating each year. 
The group was previously behind road blockades, but said at the end of June it would de-escalate such actions and instead turn to other tactics. Those protests saw dozens of people arrested and triggered major traffic disruptions in Vancouver and elsewhere. And here's a piece by Ellie Pipe, published at bristol247.com. Chants of Kill the Bill were heard on the streets outside Bridewell Police Station as a peaceful march came to a halt on Saturday. Some 17 months after events in the same location on Rupert Street made headlines around the globe, people turned out in solidarity with those who have been imprisoned since. Chants of Kill the Bill were in reference to the controversial Police, Crime, Sentencing, and Courts Bill, which curtails the right to protest, among other things. The march on Saturday left Castle Park and wound its way down Bond Street before coming to a stop outside Bridewell Police Station, bringing traffic to a halt. Here in an impassioned speech, the mum Mariella Gedge Rogers, who was sentenced to five and a half years for riot, said she wouldn't rest until she gets the riot charges dropped and prisoners released, arguing the sentence was disproportionate and unfair. Quote, Kill the Bill defendants, you are not alone. Kill the Bill prisoners, you are not alone, chanted the protesters as they eventually made their way along Rupert Street once more. Brick by brick, wall by wall, free them all. The route took them past Brick's Bristol Crown Court where 19 people to date have been handed prison sentences in connection with unrest on March 21 last year. Organizers of the demonstration stated by standing with these prisoners and defendants, we show that we are on the side of resistance, not repression, on the side of the people, not the state. Police thanked the public for their patience while they facilitated the peaceful protest. And finally for this episode is a piece published at SaharaReporters.com. Hundreds of protesters on Friday held the Free Inibe Efeyong demonstration in Uyo, the Aqua Ibom state capital, while demanding that human rights lawyer Inibehe Efeyong be released from the one-month imprisonment ordered by Chief Judge of the State, Ekaet Obot. Sahara reporters learned that the Free Inibe Efeyong protest had students from University of Uyo, the Aqua Ibom State Polytechnic, Aikot Usurua, and the College of Education, Afaha Nasit. It was coordinated by the New Nigeria Initiative, Citizens Liberation Movement, the Itu LGA Youth Network, and other civic groups led by comrades Kingsley Owotapka and Ofionime Honesty. The university students were led by Chairman National Association of University Students, NAUS, Aqua Ibom State Chapter. Sahara reporters gathered that the protesters converged at the Uniuyo First Gate and then moved from there to the roundabout by Presbyterian Church, where some journalists were waiting and covered the demonstration. The protesters thereafter proceeded to the judiciary headquarters at Barracks Road, where they were intercepted by police. Honesty on his Facebook page shared photos of the protest, adding that the Anibe F. Young Solidarity March was a huge success. We are not trying to bully the hallowed court, but all we want 
is free in Inibihe, Effiong. The police said they would convey our request to the court. Another protest is likely to hold on Monday or Tuesday, he added. We marched from Ikba Road to Wellington Bassey, where Princess Imikan Ada, from NGO called NUDE Nigeria, joined us. We went to Wellington Bassey Way, where the High Court is located, in order to meet the CJ. Officers of the a division of the Nigerian Police Detachment of Anti-Cultism Squad and Anti-Robbery Squad of the State Police Command barricaded the court. Quote, the DPO of the uh, A Division, while addressing the protesters, applauded our orderly conduct but conveyed a message from the court that the CJ was not available to address us. This stretch from the A Division down to the court and down to the government house was filled with police officers. We were up to 200, one of the protesters said. It was learned that the peaceful protesters were, however, intercepted by men of the Nigerian police force at the gate of division before the judiciary road. Sahara reporters on Thursday reported that the chief judge of the state, Ekaet Obot, was making moves to forge the court proceedings she used to sentence Effiong to one month imprisonment for alleged contempt. Last Wednesday, Obot sent Effiong to one month in prison after the lawyer said he did not feel safe in court. The human rights lawyer, who is also the National Legal Advisor of the African Action Congress, AAC, was in court to defend Leo Ekpenyong, a lawyer in a libel suit filed by the Udom Emmanuel Governor of Agua Ibom. Many Nigerians, including civil society organizations, have called for the immediate release of Effiong. Quote, the chief judge is currently working around the clock to doctor the proceedings in which she used to sentence Inibihe after condemnation from the right and left. Different people have exposed her. Even lawyers present in court faulted her decision. The NBA leadership also said that the sentencing of Inibihe Effiong did not follow due process, a judicial worker has told Sahara reporters. Nigerian Bar Association President Olumide Akpada on Wednesday, picked holes in the procedure adopted by Obot in jailing the lawyer. He had also said the association may petition the National Judicial Council to sanction the chief judge over her action. If you want to check out back episodes of People Are Revolting, just go to peoplearerevolting.com. You can also follow on Twitter at People Revolting. Keep revolting, and thanks for listening. A sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. <laughs> I think you just nailed it.